You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate Home and Abroad and we're delighted this week. We're uh, starting out what is going to be a regular monthly series on the last weekend of the month where we're going to catch up on what's going on in the movie world as it relates to Ireland and the Irish. And Patrick Murray of the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa is going to come along monthly and give us a little bit of a review and an update and stuff that he's been finding out on what we should be looking out for, where we'll find it and all the rest. Patrick, great to have you back. Great to be here, Austin. Thank you for having me on. So what are we talking about today? So first I'll start with a uh, film director, but who was also a TV director and uh, uh, music uh, uh, music uh, video director. Her name's Aoife McArdle. She uh, did the art house favorite, uh, Kissing Candice, which we screened at, screened at our film festival, the Irish Film Festival Ottawa, back in uh, 2018, Kissing Candice. And uh, she's uh, directing uh, four episodes four, five, and six of the excellent uh, series Severance on Apple TV. It's uh, been created by Ben Stiller. He directs it. It's uh, it's a very interesting uh, cerebral uh, kind of office drama where people uh, they work in this sensitive area of this corporation where they agree to have their brains severed so that when they're in the office they don't remember their outside world, and when they're outside the world they don't remember what they're like inside the world and in fact creating two different characters, uh, two people in one. So, uh, so far there's only two episodes. They do a weekly, but, uh, Aoife's, uh, episodes are coming up, uh, four, five and six. And I'm looking forward to seeing them after the work I saw her do with, uh, for you two and Coldplay, Brian Ferry, as well as the aforementioned, um, kissing Candace. So that's there now. First two episodes already. And then third one's coming out. Uh, this Friday on Apple TV Plus for those who have it. Um, so I highly recommend that. And, and uh, Patrick, Patrick um, where is it based? In the U.S. It's East, it is based yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. So the main thing here is that is it's an Irish uh, director for yes. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but sounds it an, an interesting concept. Very interesting concept. It gets into these uh, existential questions about who who you are and what what does it mean for the person inside that never sees the light of day. So in essence, you're creating somebody that uh, never sees the sun, doesn't right. know what's going on. And then, and then the person outside there wonders what's going on during the day with their, <laughs> with themselves. And, uh, and then on top of that, there's a mystery that's brewing as well to add a little extra. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, a worker watch. Right, right. right. Um, and I'm sure it must create some interesting scenes where there's confusion in the minds of others that how can somebody not know about themselves at another exactly. time? Yeah, it's true. And there is a great dinner scene where uh, one of the employees gets grilled on that, where, right. you know, it really brings up all of these kind of, it really gets things kicking with these existential questions about, uh, you know, do you really know who you are and what's going on? And, uh, and you can't even communicate with yourself. They have these things where you can't bring messages up. So you can't talk to yourself. Right. And it's weird to think of that, uh, even that you might do that, but uh, right. yeah, it's so good. It's it's really well done, and uh, and uh, I can't wait to see Aoife's, uh interpretation of the storyline when she takes it up in episodes four, five, and six. Now, before yeah. we move away from that, when you say she's doing four, five, and six, one of the thing about any series would be yeah. there's an element of continuity. So to bring somebody yeah. in to do three episodes, yeah. um, while they have to have continuity, and someone else is going to take over. For That's seven right. and eight, yeah, <clears throat> that must put uh, an interesting dynamic in place for the both 
the storyline, but also for the director. It does, and and you know, and Ben Ben Stiller directs the first uh, three, and I understand he directs the last three, seven, eight, and nine. So he must have had a lot of faith in her to, because uh, I did hear him in an interview the other day, and I know that uh, he just couldn't he couldn't do all nine, just right. didn't have time for it. So he's trusting her. Uh, Brilliant. And he did talk about that. That's going to be, uh, but he 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 believes that uh, she did a great job. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she did. Right. Uh, so where are we going from there? I guess uh, we'll still talk about streaming, but this time of film is uh, it's been there for a while. But I found that a lot of people don't know that it's there. It's on uh, Prime, Amazon Prime. It's called Herself. It's uh, written by Claire Dunn, and uh, the director's the same one who did uh, Mamma Mia. He's a British director. And it's based in Dublin. It's on Amazon Prime now, and I highly recommend it. Uh, she plays a, a single mom who is, uh, has escaped uh, from a, an abusive relationship. And uh, one of the nice things about it is um, the focus really isn't on the abuse in the sense that uh, it's just a, a long, it's a 90 minutes of harrowing trying to escape a relationship. She escapes from the beginning. And then really what it's about is the housing crisis in Dublin, where she tries to find a home and start over with her family. And, um, and it's, it turns out it's, it's actually a very uplifting movie, um, in the end because the community comes together to support her and help her in her endeavor. She comes up with this great idea without giving too much away that, uh, of these small houses, she's this guy on YouTube who shows how to make a house, build a house for 25,000 euros. So she finds a plot of land and then, you know, pulls people together to help her build this house. And it's uh, quite a story. It's, uh, there's, uh, uh, it's very uplifting, uh, but it also talks about a very current and uh, serious topic, which is uh, uh, shelter insecurity for families. Uh, as I mentioned before we got to start talking here, I watched an interview with Claire Dunn on the Tommy Tiernan show last Sunday night, and I would highly recommend anyone listening to go onto the RTE uh, player and look for the Tommy Tiernan show, and Claire's was the third of his guests in the most recent episode. And um, she also, yes, yeah, she covered uh, about that. And what was also interesting in it is she was trying to highlight, she said, the scarcity of availability of shelters for mm-hmm. somebody. That It's one thing trying to find a house, but it's another thing trying to find refuge as soon as you need to get out. And I know I've heard that issue being raised, I think, even locally, that it's not just peculiar to Ireland or Dublin, that it's it's not an uncommon problem. No, in the movie, in the movie, she's uh, she's uh, stuck with um, in the movie. She's uh, they put her in a hotel, but the, she suffers the indignity of not being allowed to go through the front door. She has to go up through the back steps and. And, uh, you know, and carry groceries and children up uh, to the fourth or fifth or sixth floor, wherever she is. And, uh, on top of that, and then you think of a movie like Rosie, which we showed last year, mm-hmm. which is a employed couple still living in their car. Mm-hmm. Nothing's available. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that one, uh, myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what else are we going to talk about today? And the other thing is uh, the D- Dublin International Film Festival. It's back on as a hybrid festival. It's uh, started yesterday, and it's um, it's actually got the uh, it opened with the award winning uh, film uh, The Quiet Girl, which I haven't seen yet, fortunately. Uh, it uh, it won at uh, the Berlinale recently, which is the first Irish language film 
to uh, win uh, at the Berlinale uh, Film Festival. It's uh, set in, uh, I know it's set in 1981, rural Ireland. Uh, it's a coming of age story about a young girl who looks about 11 or so in the picture. She blossoms while in the care of foster parents one summer until she discovers a painful truth. So um, I know I've looked at it for our festival for the middle of April, but uh, it's too soon for them. They have other uh, bigger plans for it in the meantime. So hopefully I'll be able to pull it for the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa on the next one or later in the year. Um, that's, that's the big one. Um, there's a few other films for us to look out for and everybody else. Uh, uh, Donald Foreman's The Cry of Grania. It's about a bereaved uh, U.S. filmmaker who comes to Ireland to research a project about Grania, the legendary 16th century pirate queen. Personally, I've been waiting for someone to do a film about Grania for the longest time. I think it would make a great swashbuckling adventure and uh, period film. Um, and the next one is The Ghosts of uh, Bagatonia, which explores the uh, literary and other ghosts of the Bohemian Quarter bordering Dublin's Baggage Street during the mid-20th century. I'm not sure if that's a documentary, but it sounds like it might be. Um, then there is uh, How to Tell a Seeker, with exploration of HIV disclosure in Ireland. Uh, that would be interesting because I've actually I've never heard anything on it. I don't know how Ireland handled that. And uh, North Circular is another one. Uh, examines the history, music, and streetscapes of one of Be- Dublin's best-known arteries. So another documentary. And uh, speaking of document, so there's there's a lot of documentaries I find more. I don't know if it's a COVID-related, but uh, I have found way more documentaries than narrative features from Ireland these days. And I guess it may, be, it may be COVID-related, and I think part of it as well is that I, I suppose in the current environment where it would be difficult to maybe go on set for and to do big productions, that a documentary is more the camera is in somebody's face and they're able to tell their story and do flashbacks maybe from other stuff or that is available. I, yeah. Like, yeah. again, because Belfast, which we talked about earlier in the month, is very much a documentary in lots of ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Despite so, uh, as uh, we discussed on that, it, it was COVID that stimulated that also finally yes. getting done. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, then, yeah, sorry. keep going. Yeah, go on ahead. I was going to say, speaking of documentaries, uh, uh, you mentioned to me some news on uh, that we we'll have to look into more for next month, which is related to Untold Secrets. Uh, Teresa Lavina's excellent. But heroin doc uh, about the tomb uh, baby, mother baby Indeed. home. Yeah, in fact, the Irish government uh, in this past week have uh, authorised the exhumation of all the uh, remains and mm-hmm. uh, then the DNA analysis of all the remains. And their goal is to be able to connect the babies with relatives so as that the relatives can put closure. That is uh, way overdue. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully what it might do is it may create a precedent that may stimulate similar responses in other jurisdictions. Yes, and not worry so much about uh, uh, lawsuits and all that stuff. and Just just try to reconnect families and and give people closure rather than train them up in uh, legal red tape. Indeed. Patrick... Great connecting again. Um, looking forward to catching up in, uh, at the end of March, which will be right just before you get going with the festival. So I guess in March we'll be featuring and focusing very strongly 
yes, on, on what's coming. And we'll probably be devoting more time because we may need to devote some time if we can line up some of the people that may be involved in the festival and give them some exposure also. That would be great. Patrick, Patrick Murray of the Irish Film Festival here in Ottawa. Thanks a million for taking the time. Thanks very much, Austin.